Welcome to An Alternative Approach, a podcast for misfits, outcasts, and those who march to the beat of their own drum. I'm your host, Julia Christine. This week, we are talking about emotional regulation, something that I, as a neurodivergent person, struggle with a lot, and others, especially in the alternative realm, can also relate to because, point blank, a lot of us have anger issues. So, Before we get into it, I kind of wanted to give a little bit of backstory, a little bit of looking at why those of us with neurodiversity struggle with this so much. Your ability to regulate your emotions comes directly from the chemical levels in your brain, typically with dopamine and serotonin. Now, Those that are neurodiverse have clinically lower levels of these chemicals in our brain. And those who have gone through long-term situations of stress have heightened levels of cortisol, which means you've been stressed or angry for a long time. You've been in fight or flight for a long time. And you know what that does? That suppresses your body's ability to make dopamine. It takes intentional training to lower your cortisol levels to then just have the ability to create dopamine and serotonin for you to be not just a happier person, but also better able to cope with life's daily situations and environments. Okay, now let's get into the actual techniques that I use to help regulate myself. So first, I have to be really honest with myself when I am feeling triggered. Like, am I feeling triggered? Am I feeling angry? Or am I feeling my levels start to come up? Because sometimes, especially if you're neurodivergent, you may not notice until you're already in a meltdown. So if I notice that I'm feeling triggered, I will check in with myself. And It's a body check-in. This kind of goes along with grounding, but it's a step before, which is why I mention it as separate. I check in with myself. Am I too hot? Am I too cold? Like I will feel frazzled around the edges when I'm really dehydrated and I need to drink some water. So first up, after realizing that I'm starting to get there or that I'm starting to become dysregulated is to check in with myself and see if physiologically my body has any needs that I have not met. The next thing I do is going to be, if if I'm already in a status of fight or flight and I want to come out, I don't want to stay there, okay? Like it happens. It happens. We get triggered. Off we go. Or we get into a situation that we start feeling overwhelmed or we feel anxious. There's a whole host of emotions that comes along with being dysregulated. Next thing to do is going to be ground yourself, okay? Five things you can see and name them. Say them out loud. It doesn't matter if people think that you are crazy because you're trying to make it so that you're not crazy. So five things that you see, four things that you feel, three things that you hear, two things that you smell, one thing that you taste, okay? And that helps your body, like mentally, it brings you back into your physical body to say, hey, 
we are safe. We are in, we are not in a life or death situation. We can come out of fight or flight. And if you are physically unsafe, get to, get to safety. Take yourself out of that situation. Take care of you first and then go through these steps. One of the greatest techniques that I have found for my own regulation is meditation. It is amazing. I use Headspace as an app, um, or at least I did for quite a few years, and then I've adopted their meditations, their guided meditations for my own needs, and I've done it for years and years and years, but it helps me to remember that I am not my thoughts and being able to separate that and knowing how, which is what they walk you through, is absolutely amazing for being able to regulate because then you start to separate yourself from the feeling and you say, I can observe the feeling without passing judgment or without honestly running after it and taking hold of it and being like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed right now. I'm so anxious, right? Again, dysregulation. Instead, you can be like, okay, I have a feeling. I see the feeling. And it's not disassociation necessarily because you aren't saying that it belongs to somebody else and you're not holding it at arm's length. You're still allowing yourself to feel it and to notice it. And then you just let it go. The actual chemical reaction of any feeling only takes 30 seconds. It is a 30-second flush of a hormone through your brain and your body that gives you the sensation of a feeling. When those feelings continue, it is because you continue to dwell on that thought and dwell on that feeling, and it prolongs it. You are telling your brain to keep, keep pumping me full of that hormone, whatever that feeling is. Keep, keep, keep it coming. So the first thing that you got to do to get out of that, to start towards regulation, is to step off of the crazy train, right? We, I make crazy all the time, so I'm not, I'm not judging anybody, but I am sharing with you what has made the biggest difference for me, and that is me owning that I was putting myself on the crazy train and then saying, okay, I'm going to take a step back. It's not that I don't feel it. I'm just seeing it for what it is and I'm just going to notice it and then let it go. Now, honestly, if all you do, if all you take away, if all you take away from this podcast episode is grounding and meditation, that will get you through 80% of that which you are facing. If you want another technique that also helps, I'm going to say like stream of consciousness journaling. Or you you writing down kind of the big ideas. And the reason that this helps for me is because I will be all up in my head overthinking. And it's not even that I'm trying to overthink. It is the thought is abstract and I need to make it tangible. I need to be able to see it and make it tangible. The minute that it's tangible, it's out of my head, right? I, I think about it like um like a sushi machine right? You just see it swirling and swirling and swirling. And when you put it on the paper, you're putting it in your slushy cup. So now I can decide what I want to do with it. And it's not swirling, swirling, swirling in my head anymore. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you got a lot out of this, would you just like, subscribe, let me know. And if you think somebody else would get a lot out of this, please share. And I will see you here 
hopefully next week. We're still working on consistency. All right, see you then.